What's up, everyone? This is Ryan Wolt. Welcome to the Cheers North County podcast presented by the Coast News Group. For today's show, I virtually met up with two of the people that really helped me get a handle on what was going on in the world of San Diego beer when I moved here seven years ago. Brandon Hernandez has been hustling as a beer writer for longer than I've been around and also worked on the inside of the industry with some great companies, including Alesmith and Society. Now he's charting his own destiny with his new San Diego beer website, sandiegobeer.news. And he's collaborating with one of my favorite beer podcasters, Cody Thompson. He's the founder and co-host of Beer Night in San Diego, which is the longest-running beer podcast around. Listening to Beer Night in San Diego, the podcast, is a lot like hanging out with a group of good friends in a six-pack. The conversations start with beer and meander from there. During this pandemic, it has been a really nice social getaway when get-togethers haven't been so easy to manage. Go bookmark sandiegobeer.news and follow Beer Night in San Diego on your favorite podcast platform. And while you're doing that, I'll take a moment to remind you that the Coast News has been your leading local voice bringing North County San Diego the news of the neighborhood for over 34 years. Independent news outlets are more important than ever. Show your support by becoming a monthly donor to the Coast News Podcasts. Just click the support button on our podcast homepage at thecoastnews.com. And now, it's time for a good beer and the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Cheers North County podcast. It's great to have you here. I appreciate uh, you guys coming out and uh, having a beer with me tonight. I appreciate having beer, period, all the time. Same. I, it's nice to be asked to be somewhere, especially during COVID where you can actually RSVP yes. <laughs> the, the only thing I find with the RSVPing yes to the, the Zoom chats or the video chats, though, is that I feel more obligated to show up. Yeah, you don't. You can't really bail out unless there's a real reason anymore. Yeah, like I, I just imagine somebody sitting there on the other side just waiting for me and I'm just like kind of puttering around in the kitchen going, ah, I don't really want to go out tonight. Can't do it. I was looking forward to it. I, I came in and set everything up at like two o'clock this afternoon. I was like, I'm excited. <laughs> Actually, there's something I can, I, I get to see people tonight. Yeah, that is exciting. I was out in the world today actually doing a beer pickup and uh, went on a hike and it was kind of the, fir- it was the first time I've been out of the house, truthfully, in about two weeks. Wow. And even then it was like just, you know, I'm out, I get whatever I got to do done and I'm back. And there's just, this is the first time I've interacted and it was pretty great, actually. Mm-hmm. Where'd you hike? Uh, Daily Ranch out in Escondido. Ooh, that's oh, a good right. spot. Earning your beer, huh? I like it. Uh, actually, when I first started writing the Cheers column, my first like real column was I hiked at Daily Ranch and then I went to Escondido Brewing, which is now Virgin. Yeah, yeah. It's 21st, right? Yeah. Coming up quick. That's going to be rad to see. Yeah, it should be really nice. Before we get too far, one, I want to ask you if you guys could just introduce yourselves, uh, maybe starting with Brandon, so the listeners can put a voice to the name, and then let me know if you got a beer over there and what you're drinking. All right. Well, this is Brandon Hernandez from San Diego Beer News. Uh, I've been writing about beer in San Diego County, my hometown, for about 13 years, and uh, doing it on my site now for about three months, and it's going really well. Uh, Lots of great positive news out there. And as far as beer goes, uh, epic fourth anniversary double IPA. Really nice because they didn't take it too high up on the ABV. stays drinkable. It just might be the San Diego Beer News Beer of the Week this week. Maybe. Uh, Very good. Perhaps. So, yeah. Good stuff. How about you, Cody? I'm Cody. I 
from Beer Nine San Diego podcast. Uh, been doing the podcast for I forget I forget how long like, since 2013 I think, and if I'm wrong I apologize. But uh, just recording shows about local beer. Love local beer. Like Brandon, I'm from San Diego. Love the city. Just want to do whatever I can to promote the great things about San Diego, just like much like Brandon. And, uh, tonight I'm opening, I actually did a quick run out because all this gear was actually at, um, one of our partners, Mike, who's a, does a show. It was at his house. I had to go pick it up. And he was very, very kind to let me have this sort of mostly dead from North park brewing to have on the show with you guys tonight. DDH West coast IPA with strata, citra and mosaic. It's tasting absolutely amazing. Those guys, are just bringing out cans of absolute fire lately and it's tasting phenomenal. Awesome. I was thinking about, I wanted to have you both on the show because you've both made a name for yourself over a long period of time in craft beer in San Diego. We're the elders. I feel like I'm getting the best of the best. And one of my favorite breweries in San Diego is society. So I made a point to go out today and get some society beer and I'm having uh, a coachman because I'm, uh, the pupil will knock me out on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I have too many of those. So I'm, I'm, I'm sessioning it up with the, the, uh, coachman. Well done, sir. Good call. Thank you. Brandon, you just started, you mentioned three months ago ish, this new website, San Diego beer news.com. Actually San Diego beer dot news. San Diego beer dot news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do my research next time. <laughs> It's a new website about San Diego beer. It's like an online magazine almost. But specifically, what is it? And after all this time being involved in beer, and this seems like so much work, why are you doing this? Why do this now? Well, I've actually contemplated doing it for quite a while. And uh, I, for those who don't know, I used to work in the brewing industry for seven years, uh, Stone, Alesmith, and then the last three over at Society. So thanks for prom- thanks for promoting and enjoying the Coachman Session IPA, you know, a gold medal, GABF winner, uh, other things that I'm starting to forget. But there came a point where having worked two jobs for 13 years and having saved up quite a bit and having some nest eggs and some other things go right in my life, I was able to just do one job and it could be the writing. So uh, when I did that, I made sure that uh, I really thought about the future and I thought, you know, it'd be great to be doing this for myself at some point instead of always being beholden to uh uh, publication. Not that that's a bad thing. I always enjoyed writing for publications like West Coast or San Diego Magazine, The Reader, uh, just about everything here in town. But there's something, I figured there'd be something gratifying about doing it for myself. So far, that's been correct. And it le- allows me to do things my way instead of just contributing articles to uh, some another beast somewhere else. The beast gets to be mine and I get to decide what it will look like, feel like, and uh, so far, so good. I publish daily. Uh, something goes up every single day on that site, uh, usually articles, but then there's also things from our partners, like particular podcasts that are of high quality. Uh, but what I want it to really be is a uh, everything to everyone who wants to know anything about San Diego beer. So we have a constantly updated list of breweries that you can sort by neighborhood. It's already broken down by municipality. Uh, there's a great searchable map that goes along with that. So it's really helpful for people who are coming into town or even people who are just living here and thought, huh, I haven't really looked at the list in a while. I wonder who's still here, who's been added. They can find all of that information there. 
uh, and guest columns also from a lot of great people like uh, beer writer Ian Cheeseman, who's been at this for a long time with City Beat, West Coaster, and now us. Uh, Tyson Blake, who is our beer and food and culinary author extraordinary. He's just doing a great job. He's from O'Brien's and West Coast uh, Tap and Smokehouse, for those who aren't familiar with his culinary awesomeness. And Colby Chandler from Ballast Point, who's been in this industry for, I believe, 23 years, all at the same brewery, which is Ballast Point. But he is actually, instead of talking about Ballast Point, taking us around to see the culture of beer amongst the brewers and kind of the behind the scenes things you see at breweries. So that's really fun, too. Uh, Chris Leguizamo, who's a advanced Cicerone and just doing wonderful things with his uh, Chris the Beer Educator on Instagram and is kind of taking an education stance, as is another person who is going to be our last sign up for our columnist, who I can't say who it is yet, although I talked to her today, and I'm really excited to make that announcement in the near future. So there's a little bit of something for everybody, uh, but it's driven mostly by just the news that's happening and the connections I've made over all these years, and I just love it. I, I, I love getting to just do it nonstop and talk to all these amazing people in beer, and there, there's so much good news out there that I don't think a lot of people knew until we started kind of like just throwing it out there every day, but I feel like I want to guess who it is, but I won't do that to you. Uh, who the the last oh, you, columnist? You, you is. can throw a guess. At it. I don't necessarily have to answer you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it out there as a mystery for now. But okay. um, off off the air, off the air. One thing I like, I really like about the new site is that I don't. I like beer. I feel like I'm moderately beer educated, but and I go in streaks of how much I'm into it or not into it. Some I, I'm definitely the type of person who gets pulled in a lot of different directions. But when I go on your site, I don't feel like I have to be like at any specific level in my beer drinking or my beer education to read things like the news part of it is just interesting. If I care about the community that I'm living in, you know, who's building what or who's going where there's columns about the beer, which is a whole other thing. And then you mentioned collaborators like podcasts, which is my next question, which is you've built this thing. People are liking it. How does Beer Night in San Diego, the longest running podcast about beer in San Diego, fit in? I think you just qualified it right there. Longest running. It's been at a level of quality that I really appreciate all those years. And it takes San Diego beer at a different angle than I do. And even the podcast that I'm on, the Indie Beer Show, we take it from a different angle as well. And what I love is just the free form that they use for their podcast where they can, they just, they can hit a million things in one show and it comes from four different perspectives and it's just like it's different than the one i'm on it is different than anything i've heard and i like that it's just not this uh, boring formatted thing where you just kind of "Ah, i miss a week i miss a week like you want to tune in to hear what they have to say because it could hit all sorts of things and they throw in so much they say to laugh and learn you know like there is the laughing component, which I really like. I can't believe that as the news guy that sometimes I'm the sometimes dad joke funny guy on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously I can appreciate that. And I like I I just like it. Like I, I enjoy what they do. I appreciate what they do. And we also have, you know, folks from like ninety one X on there too and other partners. Just people I think are doing a really good job in San Diego. And I want to bring them all under one umbrella so we can all be discovered together because there's really no reason if you're trying to discover what San Diego beer is all about. You go down to that partners part. And if you check everybody out, you will leave with a wide 
a wide array of all the things that make San Diego beer what it is because it's all these people drawing from different places and bringing their own spin on it. And I really like that a lot. So um, I think that he should talk more about his podcast. So I'll shut up there. <laughs> the, way, the way you're talking about what I do, I feel like I need to actually like get your Venmo and like set up a recurring thing. <laughs> you can be my biography guy, actually. <laughs> I don't know what your rates are, but we may talk I can about send you a transcript later and uh, you can just put it on your about page, Cody. I'm surprisingly cheap. <laughs> uh, it's not going on the about page. I'm going to have that tattooed on my chest. Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask, because you've been doing this so long and your show is about a, a, essentially a group of guys, it's easy to imagine. I just listened to your core beer show and I could imagine the four of you sitting around a table during COVID spread apart, trying, and then all of a sudden realizing like you can't reach a bottle opener. What do we do during <laughs> COVID? Right. And so you, you feel like you're kind of just sitting there listening in on a, a group of guys talk about beer. But after eight years of doing this, how how do you keep coming up with new things to talk about? How have you not run out of, of themes? How, I mean, how do you feel that your show has evolved over this period of time? Because we've done it for so long, we've had different folks who've been on the show similar to, uh, obviously Brandon's gone through that with his show and also working with people who've come and gone and are around and whatnot. And the people that we started with, they obviously went on and kind of did their own thing. And it took us a little bit of time, I think, to land into in the spot we're in now where we just feel very comfortable. Tom has been on the show forever. He, him and I are just really close friends and we talk all the time. It's just one of those situations where when I came up with the idea for the show, I wanted it to be like what you guys are saying, just a, a group of people sitting around where, you know, if you're at a bar and there's someone having a, you know, a funny or interesting conversation. I hope that that's what we're doing each week, but you want to like, kind of like lean over a little bit and hear what they're saying. And that was kind of the whole idea is like, I want people to be, I want people to think I want to be on a fly on a wall with these four idiots while they talk about beer. <laughs> and luckily it seemed to have worked out one way or another. And I think it's just because we all get along so well and we like each other and we definitely have our disagreements. If you saw like the things we text about that, we don't always like get along perfectly, but I think that's the, that was the real recipe for success. If you can call it that for us, it's just, it was, we got this core group of, of friends who just want to hang out and drink beer together. We all love beer. It's something we're all incredibly passionate about. And the way and at, with Brandon's website, we see it every day. There's something new happening all the time in this amazing community, all the time. So I feel like the community almost is like, here, here's some more stuff to talk about. Here's something else going on. Talk about this. Glitter beers out. Let's talk about this. Hazy beers are out. Let's talk about this. You know what I mean? It's like there's, it's an endless, you know, tee up for us to spike it down to talk about stuff. I like that your podcast is. Any episode can be a real snapshot into what's happening right now. Whereas, you know, uh, there's so many interview shows mm -hmm. where it's just interviews all the time. And you hey. don't necessarily, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's good. But yours are timely. It's all good. But but no, the way that you guys talk about the scene, it, you, you hit on what's occurring that week or in that space and time. And it's just like a really, you must look back at some some older shows sometimes, like just dust them off and say, wow, that was what was happening in like 2016. Like nobody ever, nobody ever talks about that anymore. And it's just, but you've encapsulated you know, what it's all about right at that moment. And I, I like that part too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And 
I mean, we don't have to go into the whole motivation behind it, but there was a I, a certain, it was Kevin Smith, I'll just say it, I, not like I'm trying to hide it from anybody, but uh, the movie director, he had talked about why he started podcasts and he did like a series of them with his mom. And he's like, well, there's going to be one day I'm going to get to come back and listen to these. And it's a time capsule of conversations with me and my mom. And when that was one of the things when I saw him talking about that, amongst other things, which we don't need to get into, but um, he that was one of the things I'm like, how cool is it to have a time capsule with you and some of your best friends just chatting about stuff that you are passionate about and love and you walk away every week like, oh, I laughed at this. This was really funny. Oh, when you said that joke, that, I was cut up from that one, man. And you get to have this like time capsule of friendship almost. And luckily, people want to tune in and be a part of that friendship. It's I mean, we, we can't be more thankful for that. That's crazy that people want to hear that. Hey, everyone. We'll be right back with the second half of my conversation with Brandon and Cody. But first, some words about our sponsor, Lazy Acres Natural Market. If you want to eat, drink, and be lazy this holiday season, Encinitas' own Lazy Acres Natural Market is offering fully prepared and ready to reheat meals to make it easy for you to ring in the holidays. Order online at lazyacres.com or visit the store at 150 Encinitas Boulevard. I'll be out camping next week, so a prepped meal I can take out to the mountains seems like a pretty good idea. And this feels like a pretty good year to give ourselves a break for the holidays. Lazy Acres Market will take some of that cooking stress off your plate so you can focus on the people closest to you. Set up your custom order at lazyacres.com. And now, back to the show. Right now, more than ever, and I've noticed this with with your show in particular and a couple other local shows like I Like Beer, which is kind of a similar idea of a group of guys, but a totally different vibe than your show. Um, But where I'm not getting out as much because obviously we're in COVID. I can't go down to the bar and randomly meet someone and have a conversation or overhear a story. Mm -hmm. And so shows like that are really helpful for me just to feel engaged with society to some point, you know. I'm sure at some point in the last six to eight months, everybody's had that moment where maybe they haven't been out as much and they go out and all of a sudden there's somebody standing there and they don't know what to do. Yeah. Kind of I don't know if you've had that feeling. I've certainly had it on the street corner every now mm-hmm. and again. Uh, but because we're kind of talking about this time capsule idea that coronavirus is the thing, it's the defining thing, politics aside of, of this moment. Like I'm not going to touch the politics on this particular episode We can get back together for that. But Coronavirus impacting beer is something that I think is really interesting. I think back in February, uh, March rather, there was a lot of panic. There was a lot of layoffs. There was just a lot of, is this going to be two weeks? Is it two months? Is it, you know, nobody knew what was going to happen. How, um, how do you think coronavirus has impacted San Diego beer so far? And how do you think when we're looking back on this a few years from now, looking back on that time capsule, we're going to say how we responded to it. Does that make sense as a question? Sure. Let's go first. I think the expert over here should probably answer first. Where? (laughs) He's looking around. (laughs) So, uh, well, in my opinion, I don't think we can quite have a clear answer to that now because we're, I feel like we're maybe like halfway through honestly. And, but I would say that, I've marveled at how owners of breweries have pivoted and then pivoted and then pivoted again. But, you know, for the most part, really kept their cool. Like you want to talk about people who didn't want people to panic. People have led me to have astounding faith in their brands and their personnel 
and their ability to just roll with it. And it's not getting any easier. It keeps changing, but they keep on, you know, picking themselves up every day, getting out of bed and saying, look, I'm just going to take what comes at me and doing a pretty damn good job. And there's some people who have just really, really implemented strategies. I would have never expected them to not to, um, you know, not, not to sound bad here, but like, I didn't know they were all capable of some of these things. I've, I've worked at three breweries and I, I, there's a certain, Oh, there's a certain looseness and people are in the brewing industry because they want to not be in a corporatized structure where everything is like contingency plans and they have no, what they're going to do no matter what happens. Uh, But man, they all buckled down like I've never seen before. And so I think that this might be something people look back on and say that they proved their metal and maybe even punched above their weight for what people thought they were capable of. And just a time of innovation and uh, uh, just going to the next level. It might be where beer became for real a business where you couldn't just kind of like string your string things along and then see where, where things are at later. You had to do it right now. And it was maybe the first time they just had to do things right now from ordering aluminum to ordering art to uh, whatever it might be, whatever it might be by getting furniture to put outside. And then now heat lamps. Uh, I, I, but I do think that people by and large will look back and be pretty proud that, essentially nothing's closed except businesses that were probably going to close anyway because of reasons that had nothing to do with the pandemic. And people couldn't really rest on any specific thing any, any longer, not to sit, not to call anyone out specific that did that because I don't have, I'm not trying to even, I don't have even anyone in mind, but people had to shift. And the way Brandon said it is I was nodding the whole time because I could not agree more. Just the way that you see people pivot to make sure that they could do things. Like if you have one really super hyped up hazy IPA that gets the lines every single Saturday, well, that's not really the way of the world anymore, folks. We're not doing outdoor lines of, you know, shoulder to shoulder trying to get cans anymore. You had to pivot and figure things out. You couldn't rest on that one recipe that sold out in an hour anymore. You got to actually step it up and do a lot of crazy stuff and get some, get a variety out there so that you know that these cans are selling. It's one of the reasons I brought up North Park is you see like what every week it's like five new can releases. They're all different styles and they're all great. And before the pandemic, I don't even know, Brandon might know that. I don't know if that was their business model that they were headed towards, but they shifted in a way that has made it very successful for them. And it's been great for consumers as well, because you want a hazy, you want a sour can, you want the black is beautiful can they did, which is amazing. They shifted and did a lot of crazy stuff to make sure that it would work for them. They in particular were struggling with having customers at the beginning of COVID right. and trying to get people to engage with COVID protocols. I remember, mm-hmm. and I think they even made a statement like saying, Hey, we're going to like, just, we're going to pivot here publicly. They said that because this isn't, doesn't seem to be working or beneficial to us or to you as a customer who really wants good beer. Right. And I think that goes along with what Brandon was saying where it, it, it does. And I don't know the exact way you put it, but building that sort of trust and love for the, some of these brands. And for me, and I'm assuming you guys as well, I don't want to speak for you, but for me, seeing them say people have come in and not followed the rules and it's making it unsafe for our staff, we're going to close down. I walk away like, I love that. That's great. 
that shows where your heart is. And that means that I want to spend my money there even more because you care about the people that are doing the backbreaking work for you to get your brand out there. And if you're going to take care of them, then I want to take care of everybody. Let's go down there and buy some beer and support this, this brand. That's been one of the hardest things is deciding who to give your money to because mm-hmm. you know, right. in the past I might go and stop at one or two or three places and get a pint and, you know, spread that love around. Now it's a lot more strategic. Like I think I had like three or four different online carts going this week before I finally decided to pull the trigger on where my money was going and, and uh, you know, how many places I could afford to support this week. Mm-hmm. That was, that was something that I think was really interesting. What you just said about, clapping, you know, essentially for brands that are really taking care of their people and, and being, being safe. I've actually gone back to brands that I had previously kind of dismissed hmm. because maybe I didn't have a great experience there or whatever reason because of how they've handled the coronavirus. And I've reached out to them and talked to them personally and said, Hey, just so you know, I wasn't coming here before and I'm coming here again now. Hmm. So that's, that's a really great. interesting thing to me that it, because it does show that it's not just a a give and take it, it's, it's really a relationship between the breweries and the communities that they're, they're in, which is a, it, it's unique about beer and, you know, and about coffee and some of those other hospitality based things. What's next in the growth for sdbeernews.com? You mentioned you're kind of signing on a, another journalist, but is there, now you're adding podcasts. What, what else is, what do you see in this, this vision for your future? Well, it's all very early. We, purposely started out, I don't want to say bare bones, but in kind of like a, a 1.0 mode. And 2.0, I think we'll see us doing some fun things that'll be more like uh, timely initiatives where they take place over a month or two and they're just something fun that come along and engage people and let us have a little bit of fun. One, I haven't actually talked about this with anybody else. I just designed the logo for it over the weekend, but I'll say it here first. Uh, there we San go. Diego, San Diego Beer News Awards. Ooh. We're going to have these during January and February, they will uh, be for the previous year. Uh, what I envision is a fan nominated industry person voted on awards where you can, but, and the people in the industry can't vote for their own brewery. So the fans can get out there and make sure the things they like are out there, but you won't see kind of this uh, and nothing against them because they're fun too, but kind of like, uh, like all-star balloting in major league baseball. Where it's like, hey, just put in the most votes, everybody. You're like, okay, great, great, great. But this way, we'll find out kind of from people within the industry who know all the breweries. They go to all the breweries. They, I want to find out what, what IPA they really like because they're going and getting the shifter of it from a different brewery after work. You know, something like that. And as long as the fans voted in there, it'll be there. But going to do something to, where we kind of have these nominations on an everyday basis over January, February, we'll get these industry votes. And then we can maybe do some kind of fun presentational deal for the people who win and just kind of maybe move it towards a place where we can have some kind of, I don't know, like a, an awards, even ceremony at some point with some chutzpah and personality. I would love to see that happen. And I love great American beer fest, world beer cup, California craft beer cup, and all that, but at the same time, SDIBF, of course, too. But I'd like to have something where it's just like all San Diego, just San Diego, and do that kind of deal. So I think we're going to do that, and I'm excited about where it could go. That's awesome. a great idea, and no one better to do it than you, man. That's amazing. And if I could jump in real quick and say something, I was stoked when I first heard about this, Brandon, uh, your your idea. It's And I've said this to a lot of people. I probably even said it on our show, but the fact that there's now like a one-stop shop for 
beer content, food content, just some of the best content you can get around these ideas. It's brilliant and it's helpful for everybody. I mean, it's, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of entrenched in this where I see on social media, the announcements of X brewery or Y restaurant, but being able, like I go to his site to see what's new. I want to go see what's going on because that that's where I know you can go now for the one-stop shop to see what's going on with all the best, all the great contributors in San Diego and see what's going on. I want to see what Tyson Blake's up to. I mean, how could you not respect someone like that? Colby Chandler, how could you not respect someone like that? Danielle and um, Paul from Carl Strauss on 91X, how could you not respect people like that? It's just, it's a great place to go and see a one-stop shop for everything that you want to know about. And I, I really think he's just getting started and it's amazing. We're super honored to be a part of it. Well, I'm super appreciative to have you as part of it and I, and of what you just said. I guess I'm getting a tattoo too. Hey now. But I get over that fear of needles thing. But uh, yeah, and uh, there's all sorts of great people out there. It's just, we, we need to make, make sure that it can be a trusted source. And the, the other thing too is, and this goes for uh, both of you, as a matter of fact, and anybody who really enjoys the site, thing is we're open to suggestions. And all it takes is to drop an email to info at sandigabeer.news. If you have ideas, I am more than happy to hear them because as much as it looks like kind of a, a big operation, it really is mostly just me on a daily basis. So I can only think of so much as one person. And I know that there's great ideas out there. I see them and hear them usually over beers. And that's why I forget them the next day. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but if you send it an email, it's memorialized forever. And I can't forget, I can, you know know how it goes, but uh, yeah, if anybody out there wants to see something, let me know. I want to know what you guys want to see. I'm going to send you a 10 page email about your font choices later tonight. Oh, good. Because I can just forward that one to my web developer. It's great. Perfect. No, I'm just kidding with you. Skip right past me. What do you want, Serif? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> no, please, no. Uh, I was thinking Comic Sans. Uh, oh, yeah. Or Papyrus, right? Yep. As we're coming kind of to the end of this this beer, um, I just want to give you one last chance, Cody. I'll start with you. But is there anything that people should know about, about you, about your beer-centric enterprises at Beer Night in San Diego, and, and anything that uh, maybe we didn't cover? There's something that people probably don't know about me. When I was walking into the room, I actually, this is a true story. When I was walking in the room, I hit my funny bone on the wall. And so if I was really funny tonight, that's why. If I was super like boring, that's why. <laughs> so that's one thing no one knows about me. That's 100% true. That's a, I'm going to tease that for a week before I release it. I can promise you that. Brandon, Brandon dropped some amazing exclusive news. I had to drop some elbow news. So I there mean, you yeah, I could, who am I going to tell this to? My wife. She's she's heard me for the last however many years. She doesn't need to hear it anymore. So I had to tell you guys. But in regards to the website or the show, um, we're gearing up for the holiday time, and we usually do a lot of really fun, at least in our opinion, fun themed shows. Like we usually do a Halloween show. We didn't get to do one this year just from timing, and COVID stuff is kind of crazy. But we're gearing up for some fun holiday stuff for over Christmas time and throughout December and stuff and some New Year stuff. And that's kind of our focus right now is just getting through this life the best we can, the healthiest way we can. And we do the show. I should say we do 
I know you guys have heard, we do the show, we're all sitting around a table now, we're all outside, but every one of us on the show has essentially been quarantined this whole time, which is why we kind of do it that way. So I don't want anyone to think that we're being unsafe, but we're outside, we're positioned away from each other, but yeah, it's just, we couldn't do the, the scheduling with Zoom stuff was crazy for us, we couldn't make it happen, but um, yeah, we're just going to get through the holidays, we're looking forward to some fun holiday-themed shows, do some holiday beers, I actually, I didn't know how long we are going to go, so I brought a celebration in case I need to crack a second one for some Christmas time stuff, um, so yeah, and then we're going to just drink as much celebration as we possibly can before we, you know, feel like we weigh 400 pounds and we want to just jump into a ravine. <laughs> my audience will only listen to me for about 20 minutes. So that's what we try to <laughs> show right around there. Ours will too. We record for two hours, but we still give them, you know, <laughs> they tune out when they tune out, but we give them, we give them the time if they want to come back. Like what do you guys say? Oh, I guess we got to listen to some more. Uh, how about you, Brandon? Anything we didn't cover that we should know uh, before we go today? Yeah. Uh, so sandiegobeard.news is the site. And the biggest thing for me is I'd love for people to sign up for the free email newsletter that comes out every Friday it contains the, a list of about every beer that's tapping or or tapping fresh or tapping new at breweries all around San Diego County. The one that comes out this Friday is going to have, no joke, I believe 108 beers wow. on it. And it you know, separates geographically so you can use it, but also contains the beer of the week. It has a lot of the articles that came up this week in case you missed anything. And then of course a guide to all the podcasts that we have and 91 X's content as well. And some uh, recommendations from Bottlecraft on s- some new beers that they got in stock that they're excited about. And it's just the easiest way to kind of see what we're doing, but you go to our homepage, scroll to the bottom, enter in your email address, or if you want to just hit me up info at San Diego, uh, San Diego And of course, give me suggestions. And on my font, if you want, uh, but that's, I'd, I'd love to hear from you and just be informing you right in your email, email inbox. So, uh, yeah, do it. The cool thing is like you, Brandon does this newsletter with the what's tapping or what's, is it what's tapping or what's happening? Does you call what's tapping? It's what tapping, what's tapping, but somebody said what's happening. I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I think that's why I was like. Yeah, I don't know why I put those two together, but what's tapping? I keep up. I keep an eye on that, of course. The cool thing is because Brandon's got the what's tapping, and then we try to on our show put in what's coming out can wise. So it's like if you if you go to San Diego Beer News, if you miss a beer release, it's on you, man. It's <laughs> because it's all there. But you're assuming that I know what day of the week it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right about that. I mean, who knows what I don't even I don't even know what month it is. This is my favorite Saturday night conversation I've ever had. Oh wait, yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, I thank you both for being here and having a beer with me. I really hope that there's a time in the near future where we don't have to think about it and we can just do it in real life together, mm-hmm. uh, probably at a brewery. And so I'd say cheers to you guys. Cheers, that would be amazing. Take care and happy holidays, guys. Yeah, happy holidays. Good seeing both of you. Brandon Hernandez isn't just a good guy, he's a great writer, and SanDiegoBeer.News has already become one of my daily website check-ins, just to stay tuned in into all the breaking San Diego beer news. And you heard him. If you got an idea for an article, or you want to see something else on the website, send him a message on SanDiegoBeer.News. Cody Thompson is a true champion and advocate for the independent beer brewers of San Diego. Listen to Beer Night in San Diego right after you listen to this show, and get into the mix with him and his fellow co-hosts, 
as they talk about beer, community, movies, pop culture, music, and so much more. In the end, though, they always come back to the beer. Beer Night in San Diego, the podcast, check it out. And I've got some great guests coming up on the Cheers podcast, including Ella French, the woman behind Cosa Salvaje Tequila in two weeks. If you're one of the gajillion people who drink coffee, check out my new show, Roast West Coast. It's a podcast all about coffee culture, education, and the origin stories behind the best roasters in North County, San Diego. Search for Roast West Coast wherever you listen to podcasts, or find it right next to the Cheers North County podcast on the coastnews.com's podcast directory. That's all for this episode of the Cheers Podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Spotify, please consider leaving a rating and review. It really helps people find a local show like this one. This episode of the Cheers North County Podcast was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is my editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and the publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be well, stay healthy and sane, and keep living the dream. Cheers, everyone.